Hi friends, welcome to the Hey Fundraiser podcast. I'm your host, Mary Hackett, and whether you are a frontline fundraiser, the operations professional, a board member, or just someone wanting to make an impact in your community, this podcast is for you. We cover all facets of fundraising, and our main objective is to give you ideas and inspiration to help you raise more money. Join us as we grow, learn, and make an impact together. Hey, fundraiser. Today, I want to talk to you about asking for major gifts and handling those pesky objections that come up. Every fundraiser gets nervous before asking for a major gift because it puts you in a very vulnerable place. Like, what if the prospect says no? Like, what do you do then? Well, my friend, today I'm going to teach you a trick that has boosted my confidence in major gift solicitations and helped me close millions of dollars of gifts. I promise this is going to be a game changer for your fundraising effort. In the early 2000s, I was just cutting my teeth with major gift solicitation. My first solicitation out on my own was a complete disaster. I'm pretty sure I like skipped words even when I was asking for money. <laughs> I think back to that meeting and there was such a cringe factor. But even though it was a mess, it's only really a mistake if you don't learn something from it. And I definitely learned that I did not want to be in that place ever again. And by the way, the prospect said no, and she probably should have. So I did everything to better myself when it came to solicitation. I was reading. I was learning. I, anything that the AFP local chapter was doing, I was there, whether it was a webinar, in-person courses, just anything and everything to bolster my confidence and learn more about development and major gifts. I ran across this book and I don't know how it made its way into my life. My guess is divine intervention. It's a tiny book. It's about a hundred pages, but it forever revolutionized how I thought about fundraising, how I solicited funds and how I engaged board members. Since discovering this first book, I have read every single word this author has written, and I'm a better fundraiser for it. His name is Jerry Panis, and the book had this profound influence on my career. The book is called Asking, a 59-minute guide to everything board members, volunteers, and staff must know to secure a gift. This was the book that taught me how to turn a no into a maybe and a maybe into a yes. Even though the book is small, it is power packed with tons of helpful advice, but one strategy in particular has been my saving grace during every solicitation I've been on since I read that book. When you sit down to ask for a gift, there is a possibility that someone will teeter with their decision. We all know that after you make your ask, you want to leave space for the prospect to answer. The prospect should really be the next person to speak after you've made your ask. Now, that moment or two can be really tough to get through because we all want to kind of jump in and fill the silence. But my friend, resist. When the prospect does answer, hopefully you'll get a yes. And in that case, high five. But you might get some hesitation from the donor, and you need to know how to gracefully handle a maybe or a no. So this is what I've learned from Jerry, although I've tweaked it a skosh. 
there are three questions that you need to keep in your back pocket in case your prospect is non-committal to making a major gift. When I say non-committal, I mean the prospect says, I'm not sure, or I need to think about this, or I've really just got a lot going on right now. You probably won't ask all three of these questions because you're going to want to select you know, the one or two that are most appropriate for the situation. These questions will get the prospect talking about what their hesitancy is. The answers to these questions are going to help you understand what is getting in the way of this prospect giving you a yes. And once you understand the reasoning behind any hesitancy that they're feeling, you're going to know how to respond to it. So let's say you've made your ask. Vince and Stacy, would you consider a gift of $100,000 to support the capital campaign for the food bank? At this point, you remain silent until the prospect responds. And if you get a yes, terrific, you can start to talk about the terms of that gift. If you get anything other than a yes, these are the three questions that you can draw upon. So the first question is, is it the program, project, or campaign? You don't want to say those words verbatim. Like you don't want to say to your prospect, is it the program slash project slash campaign? You're going to want to finesse it for the donor. You would want to say, you know, something like this. It's completely understandable that you want to think this over. It would be helpful to know what's on your mind. Over the last few months, you have shared with me that mitigating food insecurity is one of your top philanthropic priorities. Is this still the case? So you're you're directly asking them a question and you're asking them why without saying why, because why can be a trigger for many people. You want to ask in a very savvy way, you know, is it the program, project, and campaign? And are you still on board with that? So this question is also about making sure that you've presented the right opportunity to the prospect. Are you having trouble getting in the door with new prospects? Do you need some fresh ideas to cultivate donors? If so, check out the donor cultivation method. This is Hey Fundraiser's newest online course, and it will take you through all aspects of donor cultivation, from how to open the door with new prospects, to when to know it's time to ask for a major gift and everything in between. This masterclass is perfect for someone newer to fundraising and the seasoned fundraiser who is looking for new ideas. With six modules filled with video lessons, you'll also receive a 46-page workbook so that you can put the information to use immediately. Visit www.hayfundraiser.com forward slash courses to learn more about how the donor cultivation method can help you raise more money and build deeper relationships. That's www.hayfundraiser.com forward slash courses. If it comes out that they aren't into capital funding, like that's just not their jam, then you can respond to that. You can say, you know, although I've presented an opportunity for supporting the campaign today, would you be more interested in supporting our day-to-day operations? So this is how you're getting people from a maybe toward a yes. So here's the second question. Is it the amount? Most likely you've done your homework and have a good idea of what the appropriate gift amount or gift range is, but sometimes it's difficult to know what to ask for. So this question is about testing the amount 
and finding the difference between where you are and where they see themselves. You might say, Stacy and Vince, I know how important the food bank is to your family. You've supported us for many years and you have made a lasting impact on our community. When we thought about coming to you at the leadership level, we thought that $100,000 would be in the realm of possibility. Did we get that right? So this is going to help you understand if you're in the right ask range or if the prospect sees themselves somewhere else. Now, this second question of, is it the amount, leads really well into the third question, which is, is it the timing? Our donors have a lot going on in their lives. Their children or grandchildren might be in college or getting married. They might be ready, getting ready to take like a six-month cruise around the world. Like, who knows? But timing is really important. If your prospect says, gosh, I, I don't know, my daughter's getting married in six months, and it's just a lot for us right now, you can respond with something like this. First of all, congrats on the wedding. I understand weddings are a lot, and I want you to be able to make the gift that you would like to make. Let's see if we can time this in a way that works for you. Would it be helpful to pledge the gift today and then make your first payment a few months after the the wedding or even spread your gift out over the next three years? So what you're doing here is offering them options that they might not have considered in the past. So these are the three questions that you keep in your back pocket when someone is teetering on a gift. So first, is it the program, project, or campaign? Second, is it the amount? And third, is it the timing? Now that you have these three questions in your back pocket, you can handle any hesitancy that comes up during solicitation. You can handle a maybe. You can handle a no. This should take all of the fear away from making the ask. I mean, not all the fear, because It's just kind of nerve-wracking to ask someone for a large gift, but it's going to help take some of the fear away because now you know how to handle a maybe or a no. The answers to these questions will help you understand and then respond appropriately to your prospect's concerns. Now, all of Jerry's books are filled with all kinds of tips, just like the one I shared today. They are actionable, easy to implement, and just kind of make sense. And he's quite, fu- he's quite funny writer. Like I remember reading his books and literally laughing out loud. Like I was reading a novel, but I was reading a fundraising book. I actually got to meet Jerry in 2017 at an Association of Healthcare Philanthropy Conference. I'll never forget it. We were in New Orleans and I was there with my colleague Jim and we were exhibitors. The conference sessions had started, so the exhibit hall was mostly empty other than, you know, other consultants and vendors. And then I saw him. His consulting booth was across the row and down like two or three booths. I was starstruck. I mean, you would have thought Beyonce herself just walked into this exhibit hall. I turned to my colleague Jim and said, is that Jerry Panis? And he kind of looked over past me and said, oh yeah, do you want me to introduce you? Well, I politely declined that because I wanted to have like a private conversation with Jerry. It was really hard though for me to muster the courage to go talk to him. And it was, it was really several hours later that I actually mustered the courage. And it wasn't that he was scary. I just had 
so many feelings and I was just so grateful. I didn't want to go over and gush and, you know, make a fool of myself. So when I say several hours later, I mean several hours later, like lunch was served, thousands of fundraisers came through the exhibit hall, ate lunch, thousands of fundraisers walked past our booth again, back in their sessions. Even my colleague, Jim was like, for the love, Mary, like go talk to him. Like, I can't take this pacing anymore. I had even called my husband and said, oh my gosh, Jerry Panis is here. And my husband, who is a chef, but of course knows Jerry Panis's name, was like, please do not make a fool of yourself. And I was like, can make no promises to you. Anyway, so I walk over. I waited for him to end his conversation. And he turned to me and all I could do was smile and say, you taught me how to fundraise. I mean, he, he laughed. He knew we'd never met before, but he just at that point gave me the biggest hug. And after that, it was like we were old friends. I mean, swapping funny fundraising stories. He was such an absolute gem. Sadly, Jerry passed away about a year later in 2018, and he was 89 years old. He will forever be my fundraising hero. I'm going to put a picture of me and Jerry in the show notes so you can just see the pure joy <laughs> on my face of meeting Jerry Panis. So I, I hope you'll consider reading his book, especially this book, which is called Asking, and any other books. I promise he will help you with your fundraising. Until next time, fundraiser. Hey, fundraiser. Thanks so much for being here today. Did you know that we create a special page for each episode that has helpful links, episode highlights, standout quotes, and freebies? Check it out in today's episode description. If you loved what you heard today, would you kindly give us a rating and review? It really helps other fundraising professionals find our Hey Fundraiser community. I'm Mary Hackett, and thank you for listening.